0: All right. Thank you for agreeing to do a Queen Motivation the podcast. Queen Motivation's mission is to inspire and motivate kings and queens around the world. I couldn't help but notice on your Instagram bio, you stated you wanted to positively motivate the world, one post at a time. What makes you want to inspire others?
1: Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to share my voice um, with the community. And um, what motivates me and like what kind of puts me in the space of like the things that I I post. I notice that we're like in a in a time in social media where we're supposed to feel the most connected, but it's seemingly still to make us feel the most disconnected. And so for me, I know like when I started to get into the social media side of things, like, I wasn't really into it personally. <laughs> I still, like, go back and forth. Um, I'm a person that kind of likes to be out there living life. But I noticed that, like, sometimes the impact that it would have on me or, like, my friends, when we're talking, just from looking at everyone else's posts, it can make you feel like you're not doing enough because most of the time when we post on Instagram, people only post, like, the best sides of themselves. They don't post the journey. They don't post the struggle. They don't post the moments where they may have been crying on their floor because they don't understand, like, as an artist, like, how am I going to pay my bills next month? Like, we don't see the non-glamorous side of it as often as we should to understand that it is a journey for everybody. So for me, like, I always want to post things that are very inclusive, that uplift, and doesn't, like create that, that further gap between us because I feel like social media has the tendency to like separate more than it brings us together because we're so connected to the technology of it all, we're so connected to like all of these things, all of these moments that are constantly happening that we're not connecting with each other anymore. Like interpersonal relationships are dwindling and so like I found that just really interesting and like if I'm going to put my voice out there I want to make
0: sure that it's continuing to connect people and not disconnect people Mm, that's amazing that's beautiful I just I was listening to a video earlier that talked about our voice our word and how our word should be impeccable and we should that's what we should be inspired to do and it's especially when you have a platform so for those who don't know Nicole Levinson is an actress and an amazing vocalist. I thought it was very cool that I could actually Google your name. That you start up uh, been in.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Pitch Perfect. that's been in that franchise. ATV's um, Worst bomb ever. NCIS New Orleans. Um, I'm on a show on Amazon called Mrs. Fitzgerald is Sifting. Uh I just had a feature film that came out called Skin in the Game. And then I also do a host of like independent feature films, like web series. Um, I constantly try to create with my friends and, like, my fellow creatives in our community because um, I think that's important to network laterally. It's something that um, I heard Issa Ray talk about. She talked about it for years, and it's so true. Like, we often want to network up when we forget about the people who are in the trenches with us, people that are side-by-side side with us. And so it's really important to collaborate with your fellow, fellow artists that are coming up with you, that are on the same, like playing field as you are and just really connect and help each other to um, tell those stories that so often aren't being told and then I also as you mentioned I'm a vocalist as well Um, you can find me at Free Unicorn
0: Music that's also on Instagram so you're from New Orleans I visited uh, New Orleans uh, February for my birthday. I actually performed out there. Yes, I had a nice. nice time. So, how does a woman of color from New Orleans get into acting and not only get into acting, but you you have stayed booked and busy? How did how did that happen for you? Oh child,
1: it's a process.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we like processes over here. So, we know we're not the only one. <laughs>
1: process and it's a discipline and, you know, it's a few it's different things. It's number one getting very clear on your intentions and like just being honest about like, do you want to do this? Because being in the entertainment industry, we have to first recognize like, it's, a, it's a choice it's our passion and we obviously have to make money from it but you have to choose it because it can be really hard it can be really dark it's very rewarding at the same time it's almost like a hit as go me like every time you book something it's like oh great i've done it let me do it again but like you don't know when the next like, thing is coming, you don't know when your next booking is going to be around the corner, so it's constantly, like, staying out there, staying relevant, like, networking when you're on set, making sure that, like, you're being, you know, grateful and gracious with everyone you come into contact with, because that could be the difference between you booking your next job, um, going out to different, like, conferences and expos and, like, supporting your other artists when they have plays, when they have music, when, you, when they have shows like going out and supporting other people um being active on social media like following those higher ups that are like um bigger than you or like far down ahead or you desire to be or even people you went fired to work work with you know showing them some love and positivity and looking to see like the things that they have done in their life to get to where they are and kind of like applying that where it can be in your life staying studied up like you know what I mean like um, you know what i saying? Like so much. <laughs> same, same, Study because in any industry, things are going to change, like they're going to evolve, and it's the same way in entertainment. It's the same way for a performer. You want to constantly making sure, constantly making sure that you are sharpening your tools. Iron sharpens iron, so you want to make sure like you're in classes, you're going to workshops, you're creating your own content, um, all of those things. It, it's a constant battle, and it, it is the
0: process because it, it, you are just. Have anyone tried to discourage you? Did you have anyone that said, "Listen, Nicole, don't, don't go to acting school"? Because I see that you went to Bowling Green State University. Did you have anyone that yes. said you need to secure the bag, so to say, like you need to get one of those corporate jobs?
1: Yeah, I've had that throughout my career. Um, and obviously it started with my family. I had some supporters and some that did not support as much. Um, my father was actually the person that encouraged me Major in film production, he was like, All right, I understand that you want to be an actress, but like, you have to make an income. And like, you're going after something that's one in a million shots to be realistic. He was like, You know, if you're going to do this, I the first for you to go to college and major in it and learn all aspects of it. So that way, if you have some of the skills that the parts of the industry, you'll always have a job to no matter what. And I'm really thankful um, he encouraged me to do. That because I found so many other aspects of it that I genuinely love that I may not have discovered as early on, or it may have took a bit of a longer time to discover had I not went to college and learned the different aspects of like of theater, of acting, of filmmaking, of directing, of like you know working with a camera and like doing cinematography and editing and marketing and all of those things. And so I found the things that I naturally gravitated towards. And so, those are the other skill sets that, that I picked up that have allowed me to stay open busy, as <laughs> you say, because it's not all. I'm not always in front of the camera. Sometimes I'm behind it. I have fifteen years experience in live event promotion, and so like I can fall in several different hats inside of the entertainment industry. And that that kept me and busy and working is my ability to not just be in one aspect, but my ability to kind of be a chameleon in the industry. I can hop into a few different things to make sure my bills are paid, or like, I can take on a passion project every so often that may not pay me as much money because I can, hey, I might do this production doc for a month that would be the opportunity to take on this like passion project that I want to do as my friend. So, um, yeah, so definitely from that side. And then, I mean, even now still, like I remember when I wanted to move to Los Angeles, like. Everyone, it seemed like everyone was like, don't move, wait until you build something bigger and LA comes for you. But like, I had a calling. Like, I had a guttural feeling that LA was where I was supposed to be. And I was right. I've just flourished and exploded since I've been here and I'm so much happier. Um, here than I was where I was living before, and it had everything to do with my personal development as well as my career development. But it wasn't just about career. Like sometimes you have to follow your instincts. Sometimes it's not going to make sense, and that's okay. Like if you know it and you intuitively it and feel it, and you have faith and you're putting in the work, you're gonna you're gonna see the result of that. You're gonna see the universe like respond to that in a positive way.
0: I'm so glad that you spoke on that you had that feeling to go to LA because I've heard that so many times people tell people you don't go to LA until LA calls for you and stepping out on you basically you stepped out on faith you stepped out on your own intuition your own feeling you didn't let anyone get in the way of that that's a, that's amazing and i think another thing great about you you're so humble you went back to bowling green state university i saw that video on youtube to speak to the students and yeah that is amazing that to me that's for someone you know for real for someone who's you know
1: you.
0: being booked and you know making making a name for themselves for you to take time out of your schedule to go back and to talk to people children or adults who want to do exactly what you're doing is amazing how was that how was that experience I want to thank Nicole Lovins for taking the time out to speak with Queen Motivation. Make sure you follow Nicole Lovins on Instagram. It's her first and last name, Nicole Lovins. You can also visit her website, www.nicolelevins.com. Her name is spelled N-I-C-O-L-E-L-O-V-I-N-C-E. Okay, of course, that's two names. So, Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, and her last name is Lovins, L-O-V-I-N-C-E. N-C-E. I know I said that a little bit fast. Very, very nervous. But I want to thank her again. She's such a humble, beautiful soul. I didn't, wasn't able to get the whole episode up on Anchor only because of some technical difficulties on my part. So I apologize for that. But the information that she did share was very helpful, very inspiring. On another note, guys, Queen Motivation, Sip and Discuss is having a coat drive in Abseca, New Jersey on November the 24th. And you can drop off your coats and join our live taping of Sip and Discuss. Make sure you follow Queen Motivation on Queen Queen's Motivation 718 on Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook. It's Michelle Mosley, Michelle with two L's and Mosley, M-O-S-E-L-E-Y. Thank you so much for your patience, guys with this podcast. I promise you it's going to get bigger and better. Peace. Hey kings, hey queens, it's Michelle Mosley, the creator and host of Queen Motivation, the podcast. Also, Queen Motivation Sip and Discuss. And on this week's episode, I just want to talk about my upcoming Sip and Discuss that will be held at Studio 130 in Abseca, New Jersey. I also want to talk about the Coat Drive and my upcoming guest's and, um, the new recording system that I'll be using for my upcoming guests, and, um, the Sip digu- Discusses topic this month. So, let's just begin. I do not have a special guest this week. I think I'm gonna start doing this on a regular, just once out of the four weeks in a month, or once every couple episodes, just do... An episode where it's just me and I'm going over everything that's upcoming and everything that has happened in the past, just giving updates and going over some things. So, November 24th, I will be at Studio 130 in Absega, New Jersey. And I will be there with seven other people that I picked to be on the panel. Some people are people that were on the panel before, and some are some new people. I have about, I want to say, six new people that have never been on Sip and Discuss. And I've never, um, well, one person I did interview, uh, Serena Joy, um, that episode is available on the podcast. I did have a conversation with her about her new album, Promise Life, which if you heard, you already know that I love that album. I actually was listening to it this morning when I was getting ready to go out and start my day. So, yeah. So, the topic for Sip and Discuss this month, and for you guys that don't know, you've never listened to a Sip and Discuss, Sip and Discuss, Um, I have... To Random topics that I come up with, and I get a panel of people together, and we talk about it. So my first Sip and Discuss was, Do Black Women Know How to Date? And then the second episode, I actually um, had men chime in on what the women had to say on the first episode. So this episode is going to be a lot different, kind of, sort of, okay. So this Sip and Discuss is going to be filmed... At Studio 130 in Epstein. Now, the last two Sip and discusses were filmed, but they were at my home. And it was a little bit more intimate. It was just me and the panelists. There was really nobody else there besides the cameraman and my sisters who helped me um, set up for like the food and the wine and all that stuff and um, decorated for me. But outside of that, there was nobody else there. This to and discussed. we're going to do a different... Um, I'm actually going to have a studio audience. I'm actually going to have... Well, like, you know, I guess that's what you would call it. A studio audience. I'm going to have an audience, and we're going to play games. There's going to be a DJ. There's going to be light food. And there's going to be um, conversation. Good conversation. Good vibes. It's at an art gallery, Studio 130 in F. It's going to be from 2 to 5 p.m. November 24th and it is open to public to the public but seating is limited. So I've been asking people like if they know that they're coming for sure to let me know so I can just, you know, reserve their seat for them cuz I don't want anybody to come that I knew for sure was coming, and then they get there and there's no seat for them. I doubt we're going to get to full capacity, but just in case we do, because it is a small venue, it's not like a huge venue, but it's a very nice venue, nice and cozy, it's an art gallery, so we should have a lot of fun. So the topic this month is gender roles and sexuality, um, that's topic I have been throwing back and forth for a while now, um, especially the sexuality and, um, also it's going to be, we're going to be discussing why boys and girls are raised different as far as when it comes to their sexuality, when it comes to losing their virginity. And for you guys that don't know, um, Kings, Queens, I am a spoken word artist as well. I guess I can still call myself a spoken word artist, right? um, But, yeah, so I did a poem called Mind Fucked, and that's also on YouTube. You can find it on my YouTube channel. You can just put in Michelle Mosley. Michelle with two L's, Mosley, M-O-S-E-L-E-Y. Or you can put in the title Mind Fucked, and it should just come right up. Um, But I'm on YouTube. You can find me on YouTube. And I did a whole video for it, and it's just talking about how, you know, girls are told to save themselves, and guys, you know, they're told the total opposite. And the crazy thing to me is, while we're both being raised totally different when it comes to our sexuality, our virginity, we still have to interact with each other. Which, to me, makes it hard for a female. Because you have people raising you and telling you, you know, don't don't give in, don't lose your virginity. But then you're faced up against these guys who are giving tips on how to get a girl to give you her virginity. So it's just crazy to me. And um, it's also crazy to me that after I came up with the topic and I wanted to dive into that with other people, that conversation, have that conversation, now this week, it, it was either this week or last week, T.I. comes out With the whole, he takes his daughter to the gynecologist yearly and makes sure her hymen is intact. That was the most irritating, frustrating thing to listen to. I heard it on The Breakfast Club first. I was irritated that no one understood where Angela Yee was coming from when she was trying to explain how that's such a violation. Um, and then also, I was just really confused because people were saying that on the show that he has with his family, the um, Family Hustle, you know, his son, who is like 14 years old, is having sex and the family knows and everybody's okay with it. And it's just like, wait, what? So I'm glad that we're gonna have this conversation. I'm glad that we're gonna talk about gender roles. I feel like the panel that I've picked is very diverse. I have some spoken word artists, I have people that deal and work with the youth on a regular basis. I have some music producers, I have fashion bloggers, I have some actors, um, some who have children, some who do not have children um some who are straight, some who are bi, some who are um homosexual. Like I have a, I, and I don't I hope I'm using the right term when I say all this stuff cuz I don't mean to offend anybody. But I feel like I when I was going over my list, I feel like wow, I really have a diverse list of people male and female children without children heterosexual homosexual like i feel like that list is so diverse that we can really have a really good conversation and get the opinions of like a a, a bunch of different opinions i don't think a conversation is really good or does anybody any justice when everybody agrees, or everybody comes to the table with the same, like, thought process, I think it's kind of good to mix things up and get the opinions of other people, and then, you know, we have a studio audience, too, who's gonna be able to, um, chime in, and, um, Agree or disagree or agree to disagree, however we want to do it. But yeah, so it should be fun. November 24th is going to be from 2 to 5 p.m. at Studio 130 in Abseekin, New Jersey. Um, At 2 o'clock is when the doors open. We're going to give you enough time to mingle, listen to some music. You know, get your little sip on. And around 3.15 is when we're going to actually start uh, filming. So, if you don't want to be on camera, I can't guarantee you that you won't be on camera. So, I mean, the focus is going to be on the panelists, which is going to be at the front. But, I can't guarantee that the audience won't be on film. Because he's going to be taping the whole event, the whole process. So, if you don't want to be on camera, I guess you can't come. But... That would suck. I really want everybody to come. Um, that can make it. So, also what we're doing with this sip and discuss is we are having a coat drive. So, if you have a slightly used coat or if you want to go out and buy a brand new winter coat, I would really appreciate that. The donations um are gonna go to the Covenant House. I was a teenager who stayed at the Covenant House twice in my life, and the one time I stayed there, um, I think I, like, literally had the clothes on my back, I was a runaway, I ran away a lot, um, I started running away when I was, like, 16 years old, maybe, like, 15, late 15, going into 16, um, I started running away, and I was, like, constantly running away, and one time I ran in, um, I stayed at the Covenant House for a little while. I was never able to really stay there for long periods of time because they felt as though I didn't have a real issue at home and my parents wanted me back. So, (laughs) but um, not to joke about it, but, you know, the kids that are staying there, some of them are going going through real issues, situations where they're displaced from their homes, and they don't have anything. Some get kicked out of their homes because they're pregnant, some because of their sexuality. It's all different types of stories um, that go with that. I have not been in contact with the Covenant House In years, I'm in my 30s now, so you can imagine it's been a long time. Um, I did perform there once for a Christmas program they had, but I think I was like 25, so it's still been a while. Um, So I just want to give back. It was a time when I had to stay there, and I literally had the clothes on my back. I didn't have anything to wear, and I remember someone donated all these clothes, and the clothes happened to be, like, brand new. A lot of the stuff still had tags on it and stuff, and it was just, like, it was amazing, It felt good, you know. Um, It always feels good (laughs) when you get new clothes, right? Especially if you're in a situation like having to live at the Covenant House. So that's what I want to do. If you do not have a coat, um, I'm asking for some canned goods. If you do not have canned goods, then I am asking that you make a $7 donation to Sip and Discuss. And the $7 is basically to help, um, fun sip and discuss. I put the sip and discusses together and I go off of people who want to sponsor the sip and discuss and also my own money. So at the sip and discuss, there's always alcohol, there's always food, and sometimes there's prizes to win. And... with me it's it comes out of my pocket, or it comes like some of it comes from the sponsors. So far, I don't have any sponsors for this episode, but I am still looking for sponsors. I have four twenty five dollars slots available and one fifty dollar slots available and what I do is make short commercials um that we will put throughout the video. And this time we're going to be promoting on Facebook, we're going to be promoting on Instagram, but we'll actually be paying for a promotion this time. So the $50 sponsorship will get you a commercial right in the beginning, before the, sh- before the episode even begins. So when someone clicks on to YouTube or someone clicks on to Facebook, your advertisement, your business will be the first thing that they see. Then we'll go into the episode. If you do the $25, it will either your episode, your clip will either be somewhere in the middle, somewhere towards the end or exactly at the end. Like I said, I only have four slots available for the 25 and one $150 slot. Now, if by some miracle I get a $100 sponsor, then they'll have a longer commercial, and I'll have to cut down on the fifty dollar in the I might just you know get rid of the twenty five dollar one altogether, so we'll play that by ear and you can always find me at queen motivation seven one eight that's all together Queen motivation seven one eight on Instagram, and you can inbox me. Um, I I pretty much I answer all of my inboxes as long as they're not crazy. <laughs> um, and I'm also The Poet Michelle on Instagram as well. That's The Poet Michelle all together. And then Sip and Discuss has its own Instagram. So I have three Instagrams and I'm trying to maintain all three of them. Which is crazy. I might even delete Sip and Discuss. I'm not sure. And just do a Sip and Discuss website. So we'll see how that goes. So I hope to see you November 24th. If you are new to anger or you're listening to me for the first time, I would love to hear a message from you. Send me a message. I'll listen. I'll respond. Um, If you have a podcast that you want me to listen to, leave me a message. Tell me about your podcast. I'll listen. I'll favor it. You know how that goes. You show support. I show support. So, upcoming. um, I have, for next week, I have comedian Dupree Lee. And I'm actually thinking about adding a little clip of our conversation tonight. Um, so be on the lookout for that. I might do, like, a little bonus clip. So just to give people a little preview of what's to come. So we have the pre coming up. He's a comedian from South Jersey who is actually living in L.A. right now. And he has an album out called, um... Oh, my goodness. It has totally slipped my mind. It's called The Blue... I forget. Well, anyway... <laughs> Anyway, um, I'm scared to close down the app to go check it. Oh, it's called Blue Material. I think it's called, that's what it's called, Blue Material. Um, so yeah, I had a conversation with him. We talked about his album and we talked about a lot of other stuff because, um, Dupree is a good person to have a conversation with. I think personally, you get just like go on and on and on and on and on for hours talking to him. He's very interesting. The way he sees the world and everything like that. I think maybe in a past life we might have been like soulmates or something. It's like <laughs> anyway, so um and then I also Uh, spoke to Raymond Tyler. He is a radio personality. He does a lot of fundraising around this time for uh, families in need to uh, join Christmas and Thanksgiving. So we had a conversation about that. He's also another good person to have a conversation with. Like, you could talk for hours and hours with him. We talked about Bill Cosby. We talked about rape. We talked about athletes. We just ta- we talked about some of his greatest interviews that he had with some um famous people. He talked about that. He talked about, you know, protecting your ideas and all of that good stuff and how he feels about podcasts, you know, because he's been doing the radio thing for a long time. So we speak On a lot of things, so that'll be coming up as well. I also spoke to Erin Hamilton. She's the creator of Be More Fabulous Designs, and that's an event planning um company. And we talked about you know how it was creating her brands and creating her business, and now she was able to turn her passion into her full-time job, so congratulations to her. I can't wait for you guys to hear that conversation. And then last but not least, I spoke to Shamira Smith, and she is the author of Street Religion, number one, Nye, and Street Religion Part 2, Queen. And we talked about that book, and we, we're we actually t- going to g- talk again and have another conversation, because I, I failed to tell Shamir in the beginning of the podcast that, you know, anything can go. You can talk about anything, you can curse, we can, you know, I, I failed to tell her that, so she held back a little bit because she... You know, she thought she couldn't curse or talk about certain things. And then afterwards, once we stopped recording, (laughs) she was just, like, telling me. But I was telling her how much I could relate to her book, um, Street Religion Part 1. And how Nye's life kind of, you know, a little bit of it kind of turned into being my own personal life. So, we talked about that, and we talked about how we might have a sip and discuss about the book part 1 and part 2 since she put the whole series to bed you know it was part 1 part 2 and there will not be a part 3 so she said that on the podcast but I don't want to give too much away about our conversation but yeah we talked about religion we talked we talked about a lot so that's what I like about queen motivation I'm trying to get the hang of the whole interview conversation thing but I kind of want it to be where we just have a conversation and we let it flow. If anybody would like to be on the show, please inbox me. Um next week I have some more interviews lined up. I don't even want to I don't like to announce them until I know for sure, you know, until they're recorded. Tonight I actually lost my other phone that I was using to record. So I am trying not to stress out, trying not to be sad. I'm pretty sure I saved a pre-lease interview already to Anchor. So, as long as it's still there, I have his, and then the interviews that I just did, they're on my phone, this phone that I'm on now. So, I also um, started a new recording system this week, so I'm using this system that records straight from my phone, so when people call in, it automatically starts recording. So the sound sounds a lot better. I won't say it's like 100% great. Like it's not crisp or anything. Because mind you, all my interviews take place over the phone. Um, So whenever I get the chance or whenever I can like totally really afford it, I am going to buy the right equipment. I did have a microphone for podcasting and it just stopped working on me. And moving from back from Atlanta back to Jersey, I don't even know where the paperwork is to get a new one. Because I know I brought a warranty on it. But I don't know where that paperwork is at. So it's just like, whatever. Lesson learned. So I guess that's all. This is not a long episode because I don't have... Um, of special guests. And I really don't have a lot to talk about. Just wanted to give you the rundown on Sip and Discuss. The Coat Drive. Remember November 24th. 2 to 5 p.m. at Studio 130. In Abseca, New Jersey. And yeah. Seating is limited. You must be 21 and over. And you are allowed to bring your own alcohol. But I ask that everyone please Be responsible. Drink responsible. If you know that you want to let loose and really, really drink, then please set up a car service. Download the Uber app. Bring a designated driver. You know, Studio 130 isn't responsible for you getting home safely. I'm not responsible for you getting home safely, but you have to get home safely. So, you know, there's car services out there, and there's Uber and Lyft. And, um, there's public transportation also. So, just, you know, be safe. If you want to bring your own alcohol, we just ask that you please be responsible. And that everyone that is with you and you yourself be 21 and over. Alright, everyone, happy Thursday evening. I hope you have a great night. And tomorrow's Friday, so everybody should be excited about that. I will speak to you next week. Peace.